Things seldom go according to plan. I wonder why we even bother to make plans. Then again, a life without proper plans is void of any form of control or progress. Such a conundrum of life. I want it to be in the black gown and white wig, even though it seems hot and uncomfortable. But life gave dealt me a bad hand in that regard. I just watched the lawyers walk back and forth in the court library, researching their cases and preparing their arguments. Speaking about cases, I should get back to reading them. The mind grows dull the longer it is not utilized. Running through case after case was a piece of cake during my law school days. A day before the exam, it was possible to read over 20 cases. But now look at me, I am on my third case and I want to take a nap. Oh, I mighty have fallen. Vinzu, hey. How are you doing? Said a lady excitedly. I thought it was you. I am seated across from you. She handed me a bottle of water. A six-inch heel, black slacks, and a jacket in the heat of October spell lawyer. Oh hey, I didn't see you. I am doing okay. How are you? I replied. That was a lie by the way. With the amount of wondering my eyes have been doing, I spotted everyone who was in my class and deliberately ignored them and hoped they wouldn't notice me. It is nothing personal. We all have dreams and sometimes when yours don't pan out the way you hope, you rather be in a new crowd that doesn't remind you of the past. Or is it just me? I am tired. The person I am representing is not making it easy. Doing some research? Asked my former classmate, Moza. She rarely said a word to me when we were in the same class. Actually, this is the longest conversation we have had ever. Something like that, and you? Yes, I am, said Moza a little confused. I guess you must have a lot on your mind. Let me not disturb you further. I guide you the water so you don't have to go later, it's a bit of a walk. It was nice to see you after a while. We should catch up. Yes sure, we should. I will see you later, I said awkwardly. The smile I forced on my face to musk my embarrassment upset me the most. This is why I never wanted to talk to any one of the people I recognized, now I will have to deal with this cringe-worthy moment for the rest of my life. Catch up? How about catch never? If I mentioned this to my wife, she would flip. Anyway, I should focus on my next case. And you? What was that? She just said her client was giving her a hard time. Oh wow. Kalaluka Musul v. The People 1963-1964. Imagining the happenings of cases is actually harder than one might think. These are real people with real relationships and real lives. The pain they felt was real and their lives change a lot more than just their own. So as my mind pictures the circumstances and guesses at a number of things to connect the facts of the case, it actually hurts. Especially cases like this one. For the reasons, you have put forward, are you certain you want a divorce? Asked the local court judge. Yes, I don't want to be with this woman anymore, said Mr. Musol, the accused of the case. The divorce under customary law has been granted, said the judge. Mr. Musol helped his ex-wife move out of his house. How that looks like would depend on the type of person he was. He could have packed her clothes, held the door open for her as she left or called her relatives to assist in her dispatcher. I wouldn't know. His ex-wife was probably sad about the divorce, the majority of the time people are sad about these things. However, a few days later, she accepted to be the girlfriend of the man who would be the deceased. The deceased proposed marriage to the lady who was recently divorced. She refused and only accepted to be his girlfriend. When the accused caught wind of this relationship, he was angry and told his ex-wife to break it off. I will not stand for this. You are abducting my wife, said the accused to the deceased. At another time, he threatened his ex-wife, I am going to kill a jackal. Nevertheless, the relationship continued. 
It was odd what was going on because the accused was the one who initiated the divorce and not his ex-wife. His anger drove him to alcohol. Alcohol is known as the drink of courage, I wouldn't know if that was one of the triggers for what he did on that fateful day. The accused took mouthfuls of alcohol but wasn't too drunk to function. He hated the idea of his ex-wife being in a relationship. He even addressed her as his wife on some occasions. He got up from his chair and left his home or wherever he was located at the time. This man won't steal my wife, said Mr. Musil as he walked in the direction of the deceased's home. The accused didn't know what he would find and I don't think he cared, but he was not prepared for what he found. Through the window possibly, the accused saw his ex-wife and his boyfriend making love in their bed. The stinging from the sudden shock. A ringing in his ears and blood boiling from the scene made him stagger back. He turned around and walked away. Tears must have filled his eyes. How can my wife betray me like that? Who does he think he is to be with my wife, said the accused. A flurry of thoughts rushed through his mind. But one spoke the strongest. I am going to kill that jackal. The accused went back and broke into the deceased's house. He attacked the deceased and entered a fight. The anger overwhelmed him and he struck the accused over and over and over until he wasn't moving anymore. A sense of satisfaction filled his face and pride swallowed his heart. He left the house and began to shout around the compound his deeds. I have killed the jackal. I have killed the man who wanted to abduct my wife. He was later arrested and convicted of murder. He tried to appeal his conviction on the grounds of intoxication and provocation to reduce the charge for murder, which carries a mandatory death sentence to manslaughter which only goes as far as life imprisonment. The court ruled that the intoxication was not so severe that he failed to form the intent to commit the murder, and on the provocation, the court expressed confusion as to how it could fit. The accused was the one who divorced his wife, she was in a relationship that was valid, how exactly was seeing them making love a wrongful act that provoked him? His appeal was dismissed and the case was closed. This is sad, I sighed as I pictured everything happening to me. That situation was so messed up. Do not give up on what you do not want to lose because when you lose it, you have no right to it again. People should be wary of possessiveness, it is a devil in disguise. The clock struck 10 and I was closer to lunchtime than when I started. I would be happier but criminal cases always depressed me. I wanted to be part of the corporate world, working on contracts and the like. But when you are unemployed for two years, you take any job you can get. 